episode 88, Four Keys to an Epic 2020. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. Welcome to the new year. So good to be back with you. It is an honor to serve you and so much gratitude for you for taking a few minutes out of your week to spend them here with me. Welcome back to Life Amplified. You know, it's start of a new year. I'm not going to go there and say it's the start of a new decade because it seems like that's a sticking point on Facebook. I made a post recently where I talked about the new decade, and then I got like five or six of the negative Nancys who just like to be contrarian, and they're like, the new decade doesn't start until the first year. It's got to be a one, Dan, for it to begin for it to begin a new decade. You know what? It doesn't matter. If you're one of those people out there that likes to leave the crappy post on someone's Facebook page, doesn't really matter. You can create change on the fifth year of a decade as much as the ninth or the first. You can create change in your life the first week of January just as easily as you can the third week of August. You know, what we're talking about right now, it's symbolism, and it is a metaphor. This is a clean slate. It is a time to leave the past in the past. It's a time to not future trip over what's going to happen in the future. Here in the United States, it's a political year, so I know that there's a lot of people who are already sort of panicked over how that's going to play out with the election. One of the things we're going to talk about in this epic 2020 that we're going to build together is being in the present. But what I want to challenge you is you and I making an intention together today that we're going to go all in. This is a time more than ever in the history of the world where we need people stepping into their purpose. Because when you look on social media and you watch the news, doesn't it ever seem to you like the people who are speaking up the loudest who are most putting themselves out there are the ones who seem to be doing the most damage to the world. You know, where are the people with the purpose and the desire to serve and the desire to love and create and, you know, live from their heart? Why are we the ones who are most apt to step back and to play small and hide. And, you know, there's actual legitimate psychological reasons for that. It's, you know, many times trauma gets in the way and, and old patterns from childhood, your attachment, as we've discussed on this podcast. But I'm challenging myself. And there are two areas in, in my life in particular where I'm going all in. Number one, just in terms of creation. 2019 was a year where I fell off just even in the consistency of the podcast. I felt creatively blocked a couple times. You know, as I was going through some other issues in my life, it was hard to create the mental space to produce the content that I'm used to producing. Uh, so this is a year where I'm fully committed. I've got some, you know, weeks marked off on the calendar where I'm going to be doing some traveling and some retreats. But 46 episodes, that is my commitment to you in 2020. I want to be here with consistency. I want to give you the value. I want to share with you everything that I'm learning on my path, but also make sure that we're getting you the best guests who are going to be here to inspire inspire you. Uh, that's a place where I'm going all in, a place you've heard me talk in the past where I've been all in and then I've been all out is health goals. 
2018, when I was living in New York, I got in the best shape of my adult life. I look good. <laughs> and then I moved here to the beach, you know, and I fell off a little bit. I became a beach bum. So this is a place where I want to make sure that I am nourishing my body just as much as my mind and that I am maintaining that balance between my emotional and my physical well-being. What is it for you, though? Where are the places where you want to go all in? Is this the year you're really, for real this time, going to achieve that ever-elusive life-work balance? Is this the year you're going to stop playing small in your career and you're going to leave that steady paycheck but really take your purpose and bring it into the world? Maybe you've got a way just to live your purpose while you're still collecting the corporate paycheck. That is fine, too. You know, maybe it's it's more about your health goals or your finances. I've seen so many of my clients over the past year do all these things. You know, I want to shout out my client, Jen. She erased over $30,000 in debt over the course of 2019. I am so proud of her. And she's healed her relationship with her mom. She's set boundaries with work. She's doing all this, you know, these amazing things moving forward. I think of, you know, my client, Chantal, who we worked together and she had sold this company that she had owned for years and years that had become a burden to her. But she's still an active woman. She's like, what do I do with the next point of my life. And she almost felt guilty for pursuing some of her creative passions in terms of buying homes and redecorating them and flipping them. And, you know, she even picked up some Airbnb rental properties that she redecorated. And long story short, I don't want to get into, you know, all of it here, but the home redecorating has led her into the wedding business. She created a space that people now want to rent out as an affordable option for weddings in Florida. And she's so connected to this next vision for her life. So I've seen so many people just step up with courage and with conviction. And that's the standard that I want you and I to set for this year. Because the secret to happiness can be summed up in one word. It is about growth. (laughs) If you are not growing, if I am not growing, together, my friend, we are dying. And that was the interesting thing for me last year is, you know, I realized that everything I had had envisioned in my 10-year plan, I had reached it in two. And for all the exponential growth in 2018, last year was a year of, well, where do I go from here? What is the best way for me to serve? What is the value that I can give to the world? But I couldn't sit back and just rest on what I had built. And I think you've experienced this, right? There are so many people who are successful, but they feel unfulfilled because no matter what your definition of success is or how far you've come in your life, once you get there, you reach a goal, it feels good for a week, a month, six months, maybe a year, but then you realize there is always a next level beyond that for you to grow into. Let's set the intention. Yes, we want to grow in terms of our our career. That's what I do as a career and life transition coach, help people take their purpose and bring it to life. But let's also grow in all areas. Let's make this a year to focus holistically. Relationships. How are you showing up there? There are so many people who are crushing it in their career, but they're not present when they come home. They don't even have the energy to give. There are people who are crushing it, you know, in one area. Maybe relationships are great, but then you got a little comfortable and you let your health go. Let's take inventory of what it is 
that you want to change. And let's remove the obstacles that are going to get in the way as well. This is, you know, the biggest thing when I'm working with my clients one on one. Again, tell me where you want to go. I'll help you get there. But people sometimes can be frustrated by it because we have to look at what has previously stood in the way of you achieving the goal. A lot of times it's distraction, at least on the surface level. We distract ourselves because underneath it is the fear of failure or sometimes the fear of success, the fear that we're not enough, you know, that somehow, you know, we're lacking or we're not worthy of the goals. But what it manifests at the top level behavior is distraction. You know, so many people numbing out on social media. This is a fascinating statistic I saw, by the way. And on the surface, I thought this number was a little bit low. But when you extrapolate it out and do the math, I think you're going to be amazed. The average person in North America right now spends 30 minutes a day on Facebook. I actually would have thought that that number is higher. But 30 minutes a day which in general probably doesn't seem like too much. Well, you're like, oh, damn, that's my me time. That's my time just to be connected to other people. By the way, isn't it fascinating how we've used social media as a way to stay connected rather than setting up coffee dates or picking up a phone call? Like that is such an irritation for me. And I've caught myself doing it in the past, you know, substituting this surface level connection for truly going deep with the people in our lives. But let's think about that. If you were on Facebook 30 minutes a day, every day, that is 22 eight-hour workdays over the course of a year that you are giving to social media. Think about that. What could you accomplish in 22 eight-hour workdays? I'm not even telling you it has to be more stuff for your career. But for all the times people tell me, Dan, I don't have time to get to the gym. I don't have time to get out and date. I don't have time to write the book I've always wanted to do or launch my side hustle. 30 minutes less on social media. And here's the thing. That's just the average. I know you might be sitting there going right now, well, God, like I spend 30 minutes on Facebook, but another 30 on Instagram, another 20 minutes text messaging. So if you're spending 60 minutes a day in distraction on social media or watching one Netflix episode per night, let's take that 60 minutes. That is 44 eight-hour workdays that you have cast aside that you could be doing something that is bringing more joy into your life. I don't think social media, I've never met a person who's like, oh my God, social media brings me so much joy, Dan. You know, Netflix, maybe like, you know, depending on the show. Look, I loved me some House of Cards back in the day, (laughs) even when it sucked in the last two seasons. I wasted some time there too, but it always came with a certain level of guilt. In Instagram and in Facebook, is that really elevating your joy in your life? Most of the time, for most people, it isn't because you're comparing your life to other people or, you know, why you're not doing as well as this person. A lot of times it brings us down. And, you know, we get so caught up in just numbing ourselves to mask that fear or insecurity about chasing our next level that we don't really pursue the things or invest our time in the things that bring us joy. And like, look, literally, that's just 60 minutes a day. Now let's think if you're a person who's wasting 90 minutes, two hours, screwing around on your cell phone, playing uh, games and apps on your phone, you're literally, I mean, we start working our way up into like three, four, five months of time that is wasted, that is holding you back. So this is a year to step back, to recommit and to go all in. 
which means that you're going to need clarity of where it is you want to go. It means you're going to need mentorship to help you get there. Got to have people to check in to hold you accountable who can see the blind spots that you can't. So whether that's you working with me or having a mentor somewhere else in your life that's further ahead than you, you got to make that happen. And got to have real social connection because having the base of encouragement and support becomes everything. And when we talk here about how to have an epic 2020, I'm going to be hitting on a few of these topics. I think that this is all going to tie in. I think it's going to resonate. And what I would love is, you know, once we get through the podcast this week, if you could screenshot this, upload it to Instagram or Twitter, you can tag me at CSC Dan Mason. I'd love to know which of these four concepts you're really going to focus on in the first month of the year. I would love for you to share that. You can also join us in our Life Amplified Power Tribe, which is our private Facebook community. But I want to make this an ongoing conversation. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you all the support you need and, you know, giving you opportunities to hold yourself accountable. So in EPIC 2020 is really just an acronym. And I want to start out with the letter E. If you want to elevate, if you want to have an EPIC year, you have to be emotionally present in the present moment. There's so many of us, and it's easy to do. We are investing energy going back, living in the past. Have you ever caught yourself going down that road where you start thinking about you know, the ex who screwed you over or the boss who was a giant a-hole and a jerk. And then you start planning out in your head all the things you wish you would have said. And all of a sudden, even though these things were years ago, you recreate those emotions of the past. And now you're not really living connected to the present moment. You're replaying old emotions from the past, which, by the way, very rarely are ones that are empowering. It's usually anger, sadness, regret, shame, guilt. And why is this so important? Well, because emotion is what dictates the action that you're going to take or not take. You know, you're not going to take courageous action to step outside of your comfort zone if you're in a place of being in a shame spiral or if you're in a place of anger or sadness or wanting revenge, it's not inspiring you to move forward. Likewise, when you are in a place of creativity, of inspiration, of love, of connection, you're going to create action steps in your life more fruitfully and powerfully. So emotion is the name of the game, but many people living in the past or there are many of us who are living in the future and creating the worst possible possible scenario in our head and constantly looking for a threat. You know, one of the best things I ever heard, I don't know who said this, maybe it was Oprah, but the idea was, hey, when you're in the shower in the morning, are you really in the shower? Yes, physically you are there, but where are you mentally? Are you already thinking ahead to that meeting at work that you're dreading? Are you thinking ahead and obsessing over whether the person you went on a date with is going to text you back? Are you thinking ahead and dreading what are you going to do? You know, for people at the holidays, a lot of my clients, this was a big one. People were living in the future in dread of, oh, my God, will there be more drama at family Christmas dinner? So what I want to challenge you to do is to emotionally engage in the present moment. What can you be excited about today. And I wanted to share with you something from my life that I didn't even mention as a takeaway on the year in review podcast that I did, because this was a new revelation that just came up for me in the past couple days. But I wrote in my journal about the huge difference between crushing the day and feeling the day. 
You know, we live in a culture. I sort of jokingly refer to it as the Gary B culture. Like if you've ever watched Gary Vaynerchuk's content, a lot of it is, hey, you got to work your eyeballs out and you got to go to work eight to five and then you got to go home, work on your side hustle seven to midnight. And, you know, yes, we have to put in hard work to get to our next level. But there's been this huge trend in personal development and I see people backing away from it, even with Gary Vee, who I love his content and that dude's heart is in the right place. I truly believe he has empathy, but I've seen him talking more about feeling and I've seen him talking less about doing and more about how you're showing up with kindness, with empathy. And I think that this is going to be a trend in the personal development space. And it's going to have to be a trend in corporate America. Corporate America traditionally has been run from a very masculine energy place about disconnecting from emotion, you know, analytical thinking, strategizing, striving competing. But why so many people are unhappy in their corporate job is there is none of that feminine energy need for connection and for creativity. There's a lot of people going through the motions in a job where they don't think that their company cares about them. They don't feel like they're important. They feel like they're a cog in the machine. And and how can you blame people for feeling that way? You know, every year in the fourth quarter, we see companies just start laying people off after, you know, years of good service just because they were a number on a spreadsheet. And in many instances, they just made too much money. In my old industry and in media, that's happening all over the place. And I know that it's not the only sector where that happens. So we can get so caught up in the results and in the doing that we're not in a place of feeling. And the quality of our life is in the emotional engagement with ourselves of giving ourselves credit and celebrating the small wins and celebrating the progress as we grow into this next version of our life, but also emotionally engaging with the people around us. So important. Like, I I get it. If I had a dollar for every time over the past two years that I see this in applications, I hear it from my clients, I see it in listener emails, it's one of the things where they say, I come home and I have nothing left to give my family. You know, I'm short-tempered, I'm grumpy, I'm at the dinner table with them, but I'm not listening to anything that my partner is saying because I don't have the mental bandwidth to even show up. Emotional engagement in the present moment. Here's a case uh, from my life just in the past couple of weeks where I noticed I was not at all engaged. I was out walking my dog and I live on the waterfront here in La Jolla, California. And, you know, when I moved here in January of last year, I would stroll up and down that beachfront in awe. I truly believe that this is one of the most beautiful places in the country. I thrive when I'm on the water. It's not like this brown, greasy, dirty ocean. You know, when I lived in Florida, I would get a lot of that just like brown, disgusting ocean water. But you'll look out and it's just this beautiful turquoise ocean. And every day I was in a sense of awe and inspiration and happiness and gratitude about the fact that I can wake up and look at this. But isn't it funny how much the things we're grateful for eventually just become an expectation and we take it for granted? (laughs) Gratitude turns into taken for granted very quickly. And, you know, then I was just out going through the motions, you know, by November walking my dog, but not really taking in all this beauty around me. So I was coming back from a walk and I noticed that there was this woman on the other side of the street who was just standing at the street corner and she was staring. I believe she was staring at me and my dog while he was taking a poop. And I'm like, what is this lady's deal? Like, why is she staring me down? Like, I was like, maybe she's just, you know, maybe she's mentally off. 
off. There's something weird. And she yelled across the street. She's like, can you believe that behind you? And I turned around. And unbeknownst to me, I'd been on the walk. I didn't even notice this because I was so in my own world. It was the most beautiful, vibrant, gorgeous rainbow I had ever seen. And it was also, it wasn't even like off in the distance. It felt super close. Like it looked like the end of that rainbow was going right down into the waterfront at the ocean. And it's the most beautiful rainbow I've ever seen. And I was completely not even aware I had missed it. How often do we do that? How often do we close ourselves off to observing the beauty in the world? How, how often do we shut ourselves down from even observing the kindness, observing the strangers around us? How many times have we blocked ourselves from making a new relationship because our head is down and we're in our own world? thinking about that next thing that's going to make us happy when really the only place that we have the power or the resources to feel anything is in the present moment. So that is the first step that I would challenge you for is to emotionally engage in the present. Emotional presence is the E in having your epic 2020. Number two, let's move on to the P. Are you living your potential? I heard Brendan Burchard recently on a training refer to this as like activating your potential. And that can be hard in the sense that most of us don't really know what our highest potential is. We didn't create our highest potential. You know, I believe our highest potential was created by whatever force or higher power you believe breathed life into you. And that's oftentimes the problem is that we undersell ourselves of what we're capable of. We actually play down to our own expectations, not realizing that there is a universal force that is such a much bigger plan for our life. If it were up to me, nothing that I've created in my life right now would have happened until 2027. I thought I was on a 10-year plan. It all happened in two. (laughs) That had nothing to do with, I mean, yes, I showed up for the goals, but I was also underselling myself. You know, Tony Robbins once famously said that we overestimate what we can do in a year. We underestimate what we can do in a decade. And that was a little bit of the the challenge for me in 2019 is where do I go from here? And am I capable of more? Do I have more to offer? <laughs> and the answer is yes, of course I do. And so do you, by the way. We are creative beings. We are products of creation. It is our duty to go out and create. Now, my highest potential might not look anything like yours because we're here to do different things and that's fine. But this also, again, this isn't about this masculine energy, do, 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 climb the top of the career ladder. You know, yes, we want our work to be an expression of our purpose. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. But are you showing up as your highest self and at your highest potential in your relationships? Where are you at there? Are you really, truly giving your partner your best or are you giving them the bare minimum because your partner has become like that rainbow (laughs) in my life and you just take it for granted? What about your children? You know, what about your physical health? Are you settling in your finances and just trying to protect what you have because you're too afraid to pursue that big idea that you have that could generate $5 million for you? It's amazing how many times we can get so caught up in trying to protect like $50,000 in savings, we don't do the thing that could generate $5 million. And all it is is a mindset shift. One of my clients uh, at the end of last year manifested half a million dollars in 10 days. <laughs> we have so much 
potential and creative ability in our life, but we misdirect our energy. This is where we're getting into distraction, where the person on social media, you know, wasting 22 eight-hour workdays or more, maybe 22 weeks of it. And I'm not asking you to perfectly know what your absolute highest potential of the universe is. I don't even know mine. But what is the next thing in front of you? If you were truly showing up in an amplified way, at home, at work, and for your purpose, what would be the next step? Once you lock in on that, you are locked into your potential, which is the second step in creating an epic 2020. Because if you're not tapped into your potential, it is very hard to grow. The third step, let's talk about the I in your epic 2020. It is all about intention. Now, on some level, you could also look at this as purpose. And I do believe, and it's one of my favorite things I do with my clients. I just got a text message uh, from a new client who started working with me right around Thanksgiving. And we created her purpose statement. And I got a text message from her that was just so lit up because she finally felt like it was a coming home to herself. And she was 100% clear on what she's here to do, not just in terms of a job title, but what she's here to feel and to give to others through her work. But I think that there's an even more subtle element underneath purpose, which is an intention. It's not just what do I want to do with my life, but the bigger question is who do I want to be moment by moment? And by the way, that can change day to day. You know, I always look at like your daily intentions. It's sort of like, you know, it's created internally, first of all. Most of us are chasing goals externally outside of ourselves. We think when I get that next job, when I get the next pay raise, then I will have more value. But the value is what you're bringing forward internally and who you are. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to do a deep dive on this. We're going to talk about how to increase your own personal value in 2020. So I want to save some of that content for then. But your value is not in what you do. The value is in who you are. So how do you want to show up? Something I've done a little bit differently this year with my goal setting is rather than setting some list of like 15 external goals and another carrot to chase. And the problem with that is when you're constantly chasing a carrot, you're delaying your happiness a lot of times into the future. You're saying, well, I'll be happy when I get this next thing. I will feel enough when I have more money or when I have the next relationship. And the problem with that is you can't create externally what you're not already embodying internally. This is why so many people stay stuck financially. They're waiting for external evidence that they can make $200,000 a year before they allow themselves to feel worthy and abundant and wealthy in the moment. So, you know, creating these intentions internally... It becomes your purpose today. It is what is the thing in front of you. Some of the key words for me that I'm aligned with for this coming year are love. I want to focus on putting more love out into the universe. And this is also a year where I'm really ready to receive it. You know, I'm, I'm ready to create that relationship to complement everything that I've built in the career. So love is a huge intention for me. Community. Community is such a big one. It's one of the weird things about my job. You know, the best thing about it is I can work from anywhere via a laptop. You know, I can usually work at home. And the worst part of my job is that I work from home from a laptop. 
laptop. So it can be a disconnection. And I've got so many amazing friends I've made through the personal growth space. And it's amazing how many of our podcast guests have become very close friends of mine, but they don't live here where I'm at. So finding that daily community, where are the people just, you know, and really focusing on that. And I want to do that here too. Like I want to create, you know, a better sense of community for listeners of the podcast. We're going to be talking about ways that you can come join me and do a retreat with me here in San Diego, you know, and that's all in the planning stages. If it's something that you'd like to get the inside word on, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'll get you on the insider part of that. We'll talk about it. Uh, You can always find me on Instagram. Insta, by the way, at CSC, Dan Mason. But community is going to be a big focus for me this year. Joy is another word, not just happiness. I'm talking about unbridled joy, about creating that within myself, but also sharing that, radiating that out into the world, being the light, being the source of joy for other people. And another word that I personally put for this year was ease. I am done with the hustle and grind culture, and I think that that's such a difficult thing for people in the entrepreneur space. It's been preached by most of the influencers in the space. You got to get out there. You got to hustle. You got to work your eyeballs out. Well, if that's your model of the world is the only path to income, by the way, there's some people who are doing this in corporate America as well. I was actually talking with a friend of mine on New Year's Eve. We were hanging out. And she had mentioned to me that, well, you only get what you're willing to work hard for. And yes, we want to show up and take action. But this is a friend who was always perpetually stressed out and in a state of overwork. And if the model of the world is the only way that I can receive nice things is to overgive, it's a dangerous place to be. So for me this year, I want to create from a place of ease, you know, because when I'm in a place of ease, I'm more creative. You know, I can produce more content and I'm in a flow state at that point, you know, where there's no hard work about it. You know, I can be in the process of creation and five hours can go by and feel like 20 minutes. So those are internal tension intentions for me this year, but what is yours? You know, start living intentionally, purposefully. If you're going into work at a meeting, decide what the intention is for that meeting. You know, make sure people state that up front. One of the questions I've been asking a lot of my clients over the past year at the start of every session is what is your intention for the time today? And it's remarkable that as they set the intention, a lot of times at the end of the session, I'll ask them, how do you feel? And they'll repeat back the word that they intended without even being aware of it. So, you know, as your intention goes, that's where the energy will flow. It is the number three key to creating an epic life in 2020. And that brings us to the fourth and final element of your epic 2020. The letter C is for creation. If we consider intention to be what we're creating internally within ourselves, then the creation is how that manifests outward. Another way that you could look at this is passion. Are you making a daily commitment to doing something that lights you up at a soul level, even if it's just 30 minutes a day? For you, it could be working out. It could be writing. It could be singing. It could be 30 minutes a day toward building your side hustle or creating that new blog or website, but we've got to make it a daily intention. I've used the analogy here before on the podcast. So many people treating their purpose and their passion like it's the side chick 
right? You know, they make 30 minutes for it and they sneak away for it a little bit on Sunday when nobody's looking. This is a daily commitment. If you're going to go all in, making sure that you are doing something that feeds you 30 minutes a day, not in a numbing way. I'm not talking about more social media and having a glass of wine because it's just convenient, but something that really makes you come alive. Because whatever you're here to create ultimately becomes your contribution to the world. It's what you're here to give and to share with others. You have that gift within you that if you finally got it together, got out of your own way, and let that gift be seen in the world, it's going to impact somebody. Maybe even just the people around you. You're, you know, by you showing up in the act of creation, it may very well just impact your family because you're in a better mood. You're more lit up. You know, you're not showing up from a place of overwhelm and exhaustion and depletion. Know that as you are creating, you are connected to yourself. And whatever it is that manifests out of that is a gift to your family, your community, and perhaps even the world. So to recap, your epic 2020 can be summed up in four words or four phrases more accurately. Number one, emotional engagement with the present moment. Can you be grounded and centered, not living in the past, not future tripping, but being vitally alive and connected to the present moment? Number two, will you commit to living your potential? Will you commit to that next level in your career, in your purpose, in your creativity, your mission, your relationships, your health? Let's go all in together in 2020. The third one is intention. Not just what do you want to do, who do you want to be? And I go through this process, by the way, on a morning by morning basis. Every day I turn my intentions into I am statements for the day. You know, I am love. I am community. I allow that to guide me. And it's funny, I've noticed this, that, you know, since I've recommitted to doing that practice, what I put down on that paper becomes my experience of the day. And I can change it day by day. During the days where I'm feeling a little tired, I don't want to go as hard. You know, maybe that's not the day that I want to say I want to feel super accomplished. You know, that's not the day to squeeze seven more things onto the to-do list. But you can change it day by day, but really connecting to that internal compass. And once you're connected to yourself, then the fourth one becomes creation. And what are you bringing forward into the world, into your life, into your family, your home, your friendships in the coming year? Would love to know which of these you're going to be focused on. A big one for me is emotional engagement in the present. I know that that's my target. I'd love to hear what yours is. You can go to Instagram, screenshot the podcast, upload this, tag me at CSC Dan Mason, share your breakthrough and your commitment. And you can always join us in the Life Amplified Power Tribe, our private Facebook community. We have that link for you on the show notes. Don't forget... If you need some mentorship and assistance, and by the way, that's not if, everybody needs mentorship and assistance, but if you would like to work together to take these intentions, these goals, this epic blueprint for 2020 and make it your daily reality, if you would like a career and a life with more meaning, freedom, and fulfillment, I have got you. 
couple spots open for VIP coaching here in the month of January. You can fill out an application by going to my website, which is creativesoulcoaching.net. We have a link for that in the show notes for you as well. I'll be back next week. We're going to talk about how to raise your personal value. If self-worth has ever gotten in the way for you, I promise next week's episode is going to be awesome. I'll talk to you then. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified.